Welcome back to another episode of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations for Modern Life with me, Adam Bates. Since I've recorded the last load of episodes, I've received a number of messages and some reviews as well, just from you listeners thanking me for the show and letting me know that it's impacted your life in a positive way. Guys, every single one of those means the world to me. Um, it's, you know, something that I obviously do at my own time and stuff this show because I love doing this content. I know that it can help. And, you know, every time that I see how much it is benefiting more and more people just inspires me to want to do more. And that, of course, makes me realise that putting the time into these episodes is more than worthwhile. And on that, if you haven't already, please do leave a review if you listen on Apple, because that is what helps the show grow and reach other people. Also on Spotify, there is a rating system. So please go on there and click five star, of course, hopefully, (laughs) if you enjoy the content. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure that will have an effect on Spotify's rankings and letting the show appear to more people as well. On that note, though, I'm going to get straight on with the show. We're on book four, passage 12. Always have these two principles in readiness. First, to do only what the reason inherent in kingly and judicial powers prescribes for the benefit of mankind. Second, to change your ground, if in fact there is someone to correct and guide you away from some notion. But this transference must always spring from a conviction of justice or the common good, and your preferred course must be likewise not simply for apparent pleasure or popularity. Okay, so firstly, let's just recap on what we mean by reason, okay? Reason is effectively that ability to make a decision without any biased perceptions. Um, It's much, much harder to do than you may think because most often we're not actually aware of a biased perceptions. You know, why does one person prefer one course of action over another? Why do we have different interests, in fact? All of those things stem from our previous experiences. So our previous experiences do affect the decisions that we make. Now, of course, to some degree, those previous experiences will also provide us with um, the ability to make better judgments, the, that ability to reason still comes through having more experiences. We improve at it, sorry, as we go through life and have a greater array of experiences, i.e. the adult is far more likely to be able to make decisions based on reason as opposed to a child. But... The importance is is to make a decision objectively without the thought at all, without any biased thought that relates to short-term pleasure or pain avoidance. And that's the thing. You know, for example, you're dieting, you really want to get in shape. Well, you know the reason choice will be to say no to this evening out that's not anything important you're not going to feel bad for missing it but you're tempted by the alcohol and the pizza okay the the experience of short-term pleasure though knowing that pizza is nice knowing that you might have fun and, and what have you on the evening is perhaps going to take away from your reasoned based objective decision in doing what is best for that ultimate long-term goal Of course, in many cases, that getting in shape may not be the ultimate long-term goal. You may want to enjoy life too, so that's fine. But there's an example of what we mean by reason. Okay, so it's to pull away, put aside like your self-perceptions, because we'll often try to convince ourselves 
that something's a better choice. We'll have this voice in our head try to convince us that we should do this because we'll come up with all of these reasons. But ultimately, that is that pleasure voice talking because that brain links that activity to a pleasure or maybe linking it to an avoidance of a pain and therefore is trying to convince you to convince yourself to sway from that reason, objective decision, and it's being biased by the thought of pleasures or pain avoidance. Now, obviously, when Marcus is talking here, he is speaking about the benefit of mankind as a whole. He can speak of the benefit of the greater good because many of the decisions he would have to make as the emperor of Rome would be for the benefit of a great number of people. Now, you may not be in that kind of position, you may even be making decisions that are actually, you need to use reason, objective decisions to make the best decisions for you and for your life. Or you may be running a company or have a lot of uh, other people who you are in charge of and are making decisions that affect a number of people, making decisions that affect the output of that company. And often though, those decisions will be skewed by what we think is best for ourselves, and, and the key with this also is that it's not always a conscious thing. Okay, so sometimes we do have to really step back and think as if the pleasure of the long-term success and output of every single person affected by that decision, the company affected by that decision, is going to give as greater emotional impact on you as the effects that decision would have on you. You know, it's like if you could feel everyone else's emotion as much as your own, then making a reason objective decision for the greater good would be far easier. Okay. But we're often going to be swayed by, do I want to do that work? Do I want to be in and up at that time? Do I want to move my office? Do I want to move the location? Do I prefer doing that type of work over this? Now, those things will all sway us. Okay. Because the, objective decision that may be best for all may mean that it may cause a little more short-term pain or pleasure avoidance for yourself in the short term and it's really important to learn how to put those things aside and this is actually one of the issues of course with with politics today is if you think about it as a political leader let's say you're a leader of um, a political party even if your party's in power and you're over here in the UK prime minister president of the United States you have to think about maintaining that power you have to think about your party's popularity you have to think about your popularity within the party if you're Prime Minister, for example, you've got to think about the short-term benefits to your decision because you want to stay in power. You want to win that next election. If you're leader of a party that's not in power, you're also going to have to think about decisions and actions and make statements that are likely to increase that popularity in the short term with that focus on the election day of getting in power. Now, can you see the conflicts there? Because some decisions that someone may have to make with respect to the greater good, with respect to the economy, with respect to um, the disposable income of, of the working class and what have you, those things may need to be negatively impacted in the short term in order to achieve a greater prosperity for the, for the, for the masses going forward later down the line. You know, but unfortunately in politics, you need to be, you don't want to 
you can't survive if you're making people unhappy for a number of years, even if it does lead to a greater prosperity and it's the best decision for the greater good for that overall outcome later on. So unfortunately, that's one of the issues with politics is that we're not, it's quite rare, in fact, that the priority is making decisions for the greater good. Um, and, you know, I, th- I think it's actually great, great leaders who have been able to do that. Um, I, you know, I'd even use it as an example, actually, like a lot of the stuff that Margaret Thatcher did in the early years made her very, very unpopular. But towards the end, despite the mistakes and stuff as well, but towards the end, generally the British economy was far, far better than it was when she first took over. And that was because her vision was not necessarily thinking about what's best for tomorrow, but what's best for the day after tomorrow, the day after that, and, and you know, a month's time, a year's time, five years, ten years' time. Now, the other um, element that Marcus touched on with the passage, of course, is to not be afraid to correct yourself or if someone else corrects you. Firstly on that, it does not mean that we have to take other people's advice, right? So if we make this decision and we feel we are doing the right thing, by doing the right thing, um, you know, I can use a personal example of all I felt that I was I have been doing, you know, over the last few years in Leeds and stuff where I moved back here, you've all heard the stories of the police and everything else, right? I was doing what I thought I had to do for greater good and will still continue to do so. It did mean that in the short term, I couldn't work with as many clients because I didn't have as much time. My time had to, you know, I had to spend a lot of time doing this stuff, right? I had to spend a lot of emotional energy doing it. I knew that would impact my life, impact my self pleasures ability to have as many pleasures as I had in the past if you like but it was a decision that I knew I had to to make and for the greater good because that's the way I live my life and I'd feel like guilt and resentment towards myself if I knew I could be doing something to have more of an impact a good impact on the greater good the whole you know humanity as a whole even compared to just thinking of myself and what was best for me and my life only in that moment and it'd be wonderful if we all lived our lives like that but of course there are other people at the time who you know would disagree and think hey but you know you focus on you forget about this and everything else what difference can you really make right what difference can one person make well one person can make a huge difference when they have something that's really important to them and you know that's obviously the work I've done has made a difference there are many more people fighting that same cause now okay so if you're really passionate about something you know you're doing the right thing what you're doing is serving the greater good then you will feel resentment and guilt towards yourself for not doing that okay however there may be times of course when people try to guide you and you do have conflicts you're not sure do remember that most other people will speak from their values okay their values may be different to yours they will think of outcomes that they would enjoy that they would like to experience okay they aren't you we're all different on the occasions though where you can think with reason that the idea the suggestion the advice that they've given you would actually lead to a slight change of course that is better for the greater good. Well, there are times, one thing that I always love to say is, I love to be wrong. I love to be wrong. Because when I am, I feel I learn something. And that's how we get wiser. 
Now, I do try to only do the things that I know I excel at and very good at. You know, I don't see a philosopher as a philosopher. You want to find truth, right? Rather than a biased opinion. But there are times where, you know, it's a human stuff. We do get things wrong. Okay. And each time that I do, I feel great to turn around and admit that. So never be afraid to course correct. But again, to do so, you've got to take that personal bias out that personal sort of satisfaction of being right or personal resentment um, or, um, you know, feeling that you have to say sorry or what have you if you're wrong. Those are personal biases, again, that can affect that um, reason objective decision. But when you do really focus on what is best for the objective good, what is best if it's just a decision that affects you, what is best for my life later down the line, not just what is best for me tomorrow, next week, what is best for where I want to be? Am I doing the things that are best for where I want to be five years, 10 years from now? Am I really doing that? Or am I doing what I'm enjoying more in the moment? Am I doing things to enjoy next week, next month a little more? Or am I doing things to be where I really want to be in five years or 10 years time? But then of course, if you are in a position where you're able to make decisions that can have a positive impact on the greater good and more people than just yourself, whether it's humanity, whether it's people in your company, what have you. That's a privilege. Make sure that you learn to make those decisions by what is best for the greater good and not be influenced by the short-term pleasure, satisfaction or avoidance of pain. Guys, thank you very much for listening. I'll see you next time.